Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may take your seat. You may take your seat. Um, DJ. DJ, just a minute, please. Yes, please. I need someone to be online. Um, so. Praise the Lord. How are we doing? Uh, okay, no. This, this switch down there, please. Try, try it down. All right. Hallelujah. Okay, good evening, everyone. Yeah, it's so good to see you. Can you just greet your neighbor by your side? You don't have to squeeze your face now. Abba. I hope all is well. I know we've been praying, but doesn't mean you can't smile. Can you try to smile at least? Try it. It's, it's not bad on you. It's okay. It's okay to smile. Um, my brother, may I come and sit down here, please? Thank you very much. God bless you. Amen. So we're just going to do it very briefly. I, I, there's, there's, um, we're just going to have this briefly and we close. But where you are, you don't have to stand up. Just lift up your hand, have master, and let's just, from your heart, ensure that your worship, just ensure, it's not about even singing a song, ensure that you can communicate to God how much you love him. Ensure you can, from your heart, if God is standing in front of you, what would you say to him? I adore you. I adore you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I worship you. I love you, Jesus. I glorify you. To say that I love you. I'm here to say, I'm here to say. We love you. I worship you, Jesus. I worship you. I worship you, Lord. I worship you, Jesus. We glorify you. We worship you. We exalt you. 
can lift up your voice and ensure that your worship is true. Love you. We glorify you. Thank you, Jesus. Worship you. Worship you, O God. Worship you, O God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Worship you, Lord. Worship you, Jesus. Love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Worship you, Lord. I worship you, Jesus. Lord, we love you. We glorify you. We worship you. Lord, we worship you. We just want you to know we love you with all of our heart. We want you to know you are everything. We worship you. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. We love you. We worship you, Jesus. Lord, we love you. We worship you. We worship you. We love you. We worship you. Oh, Lord, worship you. Thank you, Lord. Worship you, glorify you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, glorious God, we praise your time oh glorious God
Now we're going to take that song again. Now I want you to mean every word of your mouth. Oh, be lifted, Jesus. Above all other gods, we time all beliefs uh Glorious God. at the end of it all is you that matter it's only you it's only you I want you to know that you are everything to us you are everything to us thank you thank you for your love thank you for your love Holy Spirit open our eyes 
to see wondrous things in your word. Teach us, O God. Teach us, O God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Yeah, good evening, everyone. Um, of course, I know that would, um, we can't cover this, um, all that we intend to cover. Of course, we're going to have a series of meetings and other meetings apart from this one, but I just want you to have this thing at the back of your mind and of course will, there'll be more and more meetings that we'll we will have um, expressing the mind of God for the time and hour we live in. Um, I want you to know that there is a mind of God for every dispensation. And what is required of you is finding it out and executing it. Are you listening? Please help me shut that door. It's finding it out and executing it. There is a grand there is a grand scheme Thank you, Holy Spirit. Are you there? This is Charlie Bracata Bayana. Romans chapter 8. Charlie Bracata. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. Maybe I should have. Romans. Maybe I should first address that 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 individual who has um, who is probably nursing that thought that you are not that you are not qualified for ministry. That you are not. Um, you're not too small for ministry. There's someone that thinks, that's thinking like that. They're thinking you're not. No. Mm -mm. All he needs of you is just your availability. Make yourself as available and all you will 
fine is that the, the grace, the power, the wisdom of God will, will envelop you, will carry you on his wings, will walk through you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. All right, so this is um, this is the, the nature of this meeting. We've the nature of this meeting is um, a leadership meeting, and. a leadership meeting and here we put into perspective how the template of ministry should run. Are you listening to this? Basically what we are addressing today is the template, we are addressing the template, how ministry should run. We are basically putting the building blocks of ministry. Some of you may have not been in meetings like this before. Some of you, the best of experience you've had was just maybe being in your youth church choir or, or, or some, some youth group of some sort. And sometimes you get to import just the fact that what we do there and thinking that what we do in church here, VHF, VHF is just one fellowship, but there is serious church out there. I've said, I've said this thing before when we came and then we, we are just supposed to do fellowship and then there's a um, church out there. We do the light things in here. They do the serious things out there. Don't be deceived. A lot of you, the building blocks of your lives will be arranged in what you do in this house. If you kid, play kite, play tete, play ayu, play joker, which one do you play again? Ludo. With your time. In school, you may never get a club. You may never get <laughs> a clear template. You may never understand that thing that we call ministries. And I have come to see personally by virtue of experience interacting with a few persons here and there. There is a wide gap of understanding in what is called ministry. You get down to school area, what we call ministry or well, well some, sometimes, 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 one, what runs in my mind is like maybe there is another curriculum for students who are Christians, 
And then they said, because I wonder, is it the same Jesus? If it's the same Jesus, the same rule should apply. The same rule should apply. Don't take what you do. There, lightly. And I'll show you just the blueprint in a minute or two. I'll tell you what exactly Jesus had in mind when he designed this thing that we do and we call ministry. I'll, I'll just show you. So that if you are running under less than that capacity, you can by yourself arrest yourself. Because let me tell you, if you do ministry, if the Lord has a, a standard of ministry like this, and all you do in VHF, and you are impressed, was ministry was here. As a matter of fact, there is a very high chance that when you get out there, when you get out there, you will, we should do beyond down, because the, your teeth was caught on this level, at this level. As a matter of fact, you will be the first to be offended when there is a, dis, a description of ministry at a higher level. Because you'll be like, I mean, we've been there, done that. Because there is nothing as bad as a person who thinks he knows God. And then you want to explain God to him, like, come on, been there, done that, we've experienced it, oh, come on. Because I actually find the most people to de- explain or convince to be more effective believers are those who actually serve God in school. When they, they <laughs> they are the hardest you can explain, you can you can correct, but you can tell things because some of them feel like when we're in school, we stretch ourselves in giving. When we were in school, we did some prayer marathon. When we were in school, the pastor, pastor Femi made us fast at some point. No, in school, Pastor Femi. And then they think that that is all. So when they get out there, what they, the one thing they do is, especially ministers, they feel they have served God in school. Now we get outside. It's time for us to see the other side of the world. At least we still have Jesus inside the container. Let us go and explore. <laughs> are you are you here? So one thing I wish I can convince you with tonight is to have in you know you, you have 100 level, there's 200 level, 300 level, 400 level, 500 level, 600 level. I want to remove the levels in your mind. Because sometimes you people think that you are growing in your faith by your levels. So someone is in 500 level, he's thinking he's far more mature than the one in 200 level. I want to remove that level, that level mindset from your mind. And let us look at the curriculum of the Lord Jesus, outside of levels. In fact, I'm sure you find out that those in 500 levels are difficult to even talk to than 
passed away. If someone who is in 500 level will be feeling like common. No one is just coming in DGC now. What does he know? But unfortunately, sometimes the one in 500 does not even know. <laughs> does not even know enough. Don't graduate from the faith, please. I beg you. You may graduate from school. Don't graduate from the faith. Don't allow school fool you. At the best, please remain teachable. Remain humble. Rate yourself according to God's rating program. Are you getting this? It's based on this template. When you see what the Lord is doing, you will remove yourself from sin. You will remove your service to the Lord from a studentship mindset to understanding that the way the work of ministry ought to be done is based on the engine of your spirit, not based on your level or, do you understand? You will see it more from the equipment that the Lord has made available for people to do the work of ministry. I tell you the truth. There is is a very fat lie to say, to be convinced that there is to an extent of the work of ministry you can do in school. is a lie. I tell you the truth. It's a lie. It's a very fat lie to tell you that you have a, a studentship context. No. Impact is impact. Spirit impact has no borders. Ha, are you following me? Do you know that you can be responsible for two other campuses in the semi battle? But you know what? Maybe your own, the only, all you're looking at is the, the vessel, the vessel of honor. The vessel, this vessel is the only context by which I am relevant. What the Lord is doing in these last days is bigger than what you are thinking alone. Are you getting around? Some of you need to understand. We need, we, is, there, is there something holding you back from a global, relevant ministry? Nothing. You know what is holding you? Your mind. You're thinking that I, being in school, I am prevented from the kind of impact I, I need to first graduate before I can be effective. We need, some of you are thinking, there is a student kind of prayer life. We need to first get out before we can start thinking about a solid prayer life. The solid prayer life that will birth impact. Stop this student version. If I can get anything out of you, stop this student version of Christianity. Jump into what God is doing right in, just jump into the river and be, and tell the Lord one thing. Lord, whatever you can do with a man, do with me. If there is anything you want to get done, don't look at my level, Jesus. It doesn't matter. It's 200 level. Whatever you want to get done, do with me. There is a need. Jesus will say the field is wide. The laborers are few. The laborers are few. When you... The, the standard of ministry we do is, ba- is based on this, the 
extent, the capacity, what we think is required. We, we, the need determines the extent, the capacity we, we, we work in. It's, there is so much more. The Lord is, is far bigger than from one handover to another handover. Mm-mm. Am I saying no to structure and administration? No. But I'm saying there's one Lord. There's one faith. There's one baptism. There's one spirit. The same spirit must be functioning in all. All. We must all be baptized in the same spirit. Running ministry at the same wavelength of the spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I announce to you, O house of Egypt, that there is a ministry according to the Spirit, and there is a ministry according to the flesh. You need to write that down. There is a ministry according to the Spirit. And there is a ministry according to the flesh. If it's not possible, the book of Galatians will not be written the way it is. Why will you start out in the spirit? And what perfect, seek to perfect what you have started in the spirit with the flesh. Now let me show you drifting now. I think we we are light enough for us to to go look at look at Romans eight and this. Can we read it together? One to go. And we know that. All things work together for good to them that what? And to them, that's those that love God. To them who are decalled. Decalled according to his purpose. Now look at this. To them who all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are called, who are decalled according to his purpose. Now this is it. Hmm. Holy Spirit, I ask for I ask for help. And I ask for understanding for your people this evening in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The experience of all things working together for good does not happen just because you are a Christian. You cannot, let me, let you, you cannot because I am a Christian means all things work together for my good. No, that's not what he's saying there. That is not what he's saying there. You can't use because I'm a Christian. 
those that experience all things working together for their good are those who are decalled according to his purpose. Now, that is the purpose of God is what there is a purpose of God that determines how things work. So if you are not anywhere in the midst of that purpose of God, you cannot, you cannot pray this as a prayer point, that Lord, let all things begin to work together for good in my life. Mm-mm. This is how it is. The game is alignment. The rule of the game is alignment. You cannot command all things to begin to work together for your good. Uh-uh. The question is, are you in alignment with the purposes of God? Let, let me say it like this. God is only committed to those who are committed to him. God is not obligated to, is not obligated to answer all your prayer points. I hope you know that. God is not sitting down in heaven like an ATM machine that you just press on him to come out. No. God is only committed to the extent you are committed to him. Oh. That is why when we say there is a ministry according to the flesh and there is a ministry according to the spirit, have you heard some people say, but Lord, I served you all my time when I was in school. They were thinking that he was judging according to the parameters of the flesh. You don't know that it's possible. You don't know it's possible. <laughs> you, can, you can work for God in church and not work with God. Do you know that? What you're doing is basically to impress every one of us that you're available. But the God of the commission, you are not anywhere near. So, you see why a very close walk with God is important. So, there is what God is doing. And there is one question you have to ask yourself. What are you doing? You can. So there's only one thing I want to do for you. I want you to profit at the end of it all. So I want to teach you that, okay, we do ministry. I want to teach you how to join, get on the highway of this thing called ministry. We, we're, we're basically just starting it. So wherever we end, we end and we go. Mm? We'll continue. Do you get that? So I want you to distinguish it for you guys. I, want, I need to distinguish it for you guys. Number one, don't just don't assume. Don't assume. Just put your hand on your chest. Say, Lord Jesus. First of all, I am yours. <laughs> Say it again. Lord Jesus, first of all, I didn't say you are VHF, so. <laughs> Lord Jesus, first of all, my heart is yours. 
Help me find my part in what you're doing today. Your life begins to get a different meaning when you find out what God is doing in your life. What's your name, please? In your life. It's only the moment in your life finds out what God is doing in our life, life begins to make sense. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you. Don't be fooled. This whole reason why you came to school was that you needed some time off your parents for you to find out what God wants to do with your life. It's not school. We are using school as the, as the, as the reason for the time out. Ordinarily, if you're not in school, where would you be? At home. But let me tell you, if you go back home with empty head, coconut head, not knowing any direction you have, as in there is no clear knowledge of what you are going to do, you know your parents will be surprised. But then I used to wonder, did they send us to school to go and find it out in our books? No. But they, if you come back home clueless as to what you want to do, it's almost as if you're a bastard. Because then they will come, put you down, sit down. Say, okay, so what do you want to do? And then you are looking like, mommy, you sent me to school to read my book. You think she will be impressed with that answer. But you know, I've come to discover people go to school, come back home, and they're still clueless. And <clears throat> wait, wait. In fact, let me even... <laughs> For some people, they come back, they make out a plan that they submit a very good proposal they submit to your parents. But really, a lot of them, there was no iota of the inspiration of the Almighty in that thing. So what they just did was that they drafted the plan like you draft a proposal for a company and come back to their parents and give them a proposal of what they intend to do with their life, but there was no inspiration. Oh, God. This Bible says there is a spirit in man. The inspiration of the Almighty giveth him understanding. Let me tell you, it, this thing is called retreat. Retreat. And let me tell you what it, the retreat is. It's for you to find God. Run. See, the excuse for school is for you to find God. Run so hard into God. Get, a, get the real reason why you are even born. Find it out in God. I didn't say canal reason based on the trends in town. I didn't say what is trending and what is not trending. I didn't say one career path that is fashionable and what is not fashionable. I do not say where there is money, where the money is and where the money is. I didn't say Lagos. I didn't say Canada. Are you, are you listening to... I said, I am saying that you were able to create a time within your four-year time in school and were able to figure it out. Were able to apply yourself to, with the spirit to come to a place where you know. I think I know what God is cutting me out for. Do you know how we even find that out? That's one that's when one bliss about even serving in school like this. The ex essence of this all is just for you to be able to find it out. I find many people and even in your generation, I find many of them just wanting to have something that can impress people, but not something really rooted, say, spiritually. 
and and that is a real problem pastor this thing i just said is a real problem we have more people who are carnally minded about life and many things than people who are seriously running with the blueprint of god for their lives there are more people that don't know what god actually is doing in their lives than people that do there are more people that don't even care to know the rule the rule of this game is alignment I beseech you by the message of God, every one of you. See, it's not about, I, that's why if you, what I'm talking to you has nothing to do with your level, has nothing to do with your ministry. If, if you by yourself cannot take God seriously, if you, if you cannot find out, you see, God is not what they present, how do I describe this? You, you, it, it, it must be, it's, it's, this thing is bigger than, it's bigger than, it's bigger than activities. It's bigger than something that has a drawing in your heart that makes you go after God the way you go. As the deer panted for water, so my soul pants after it. Let me tell you why. Because when you begin to find out the plan of God for your life, let me tell you something about that. That is the only thing I can assure you in the days to come that will still be standing when all the trends have come and gone. When, when life questions start coming. You know, you are already in the age where some of you, you really do not know what it means to be really responsible for yourself. You have backup. We have parents. We have people that can give us money. But let me tell you, this whole time out is for you to be able to make sense of your life. It's for you to be able to, are you getting my point? It's for you to make sense of your life. Make serious sense of your life. This is the time for you to find it out. I am not sure of what God will have me do. I, I'm, in, I'm intentionally dropping this, this point. I'm, I'm intentionally dropping on this, hitting on this part for a reason. Intentionally. I want you to know something. I want you to know something. I want you to know something. That the way God functions is this. There is like a foundation. The Bible says, let every man take heed how he builds, right? There is no other foundation that a man can lay other than that which is laid. We understand it's the, upon the foundations of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone, right? The foundation is clear. Listen, the foundation, let's say, assume it's straight, it's square like this. That is the foundation. Every man is supposed to come find that foundation and build. See, you see the scripture called according to. Now look at 29. Look at 29. Quickly. 29. For whom he did foreknow. 
he also did predestinate. This is it. For he knew you at some point. God knew you. But this is what he did. He foreknew you. But then in the foreknowledge of God, he predestinated you. That is, there was a destination he had in mind. I know Bukola. But this is what I'm pre- I predestinate. That is, I put a destination. Predestinate. That is predestinate. Get, you, you get that? I predestinate that she will come. I mean, somehow. I mean, she will come to a destination. And what does that destination? To be conformed to the image of his son. So, all you were born to find out is what, I mean, God that gave birth that knew you. He did not make you born again from your mother's womb as you were coming out, make you born again. No, I mean, he made you, he knew you, but you know what he did not do? He allowed you come out, grow up, 15, 16, 17, 18, to by yourself find God in this world. He that knew you, he was there all the while. It's like he left you to go grow up by yourself to come find out there is a God. Oh, there is a God who he made me. For you to now find God who knew you in your beginning, to now say yes to that God, and then you come to find out that he had all in the while, all the while, predestinated you to be conformed to the image of the Son. So he had a bus stop already in mind for you. That is to be conformed to the image of his son. So meaning that every one of us, I'm saying whom he did for no. It's not like he separated Christians and those who are Muslims did not know. As every human being, every human being, he they were made to find God, and in finding God, be conformed to the image of his son. So if you are not born again, there is only one will of God for your life. What is it? To be born again. If you are not born again, there's one will of God for your life is to be born again. If you are born again, there's only one will of God for your life to be conformed to the image of His Son. Look at this. That He might be the firstborn among many brethren. So basically, you we're born to find out the destination. Which What is the destination? The image of his son. I was saying something about the foundation. Now look at this. Look at another scripture. Romans, that's Romans 8. Look at Luke chapter 6 and verse 40. 40? Luke 6. Luke chapter 6, 40. 40. Is it 40 or 20? Check. Let's see. Yeah, it's 40. Yeah, it's good. The disciple is what? Can we read this together? One, two, go. The disciple is not... The disciple is not above his master. But everyone... So if you say the student is not above his lecturer, right? Is that all right? He's not above his... But everyone that is perfect, you know what this means? Everyone that comes into the school of being born again shall be as his master. 
So we do not have a Christianity where Jesus is higher than us. He is our Lord, yet he is our brother. Are you following this? The life that is in him is the life that is in us. So he made that much impact just to show you as a precedent that you have that same capacity. So the disciple is not above his master. Just like you can look at many, in many, at many things and say, well, you cannot, be, you cannot equate yourself with your lecturer right now. Can you? No. Can you equate yourself with your parents right now? No, right? But what you, he is now showing us is showing us something. But everyone that is perfect shall be as his what? Master. It's only in this Christian faith that every one of us can be as a master. Shall be as his master. I'll show you another scripture so that it becomes clear. Look at Matthew chapter 4 and verse 19. Matthew 4 and verse 19. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Matthew 4 and verse 19. What do we have there? And he said unto them, What? Follow me, and I will what? Make you what? Fishers of men. So at the time he was here on earth, what he said to them is, follow me. Follow me. I will now make you, if you follow me, fishers of men. Are you following this? I will make you, what? Fishers of men. When he was, what was Jesus doing? He, every one of us here, just assume Jesus is the one walking here. He says, follow me. I will make you what I'm doing right now. What am I doing right now? I am fishing men just like I told you to follow me. But as you follow me, I'm calling you to follow me. That is, in your following me, I will make you. Now, listen to this closely. In your following me, I will make you. Yes. When you are made by me, you will be able to make others follow you. So, as a matter of fact, what we can do, what, how, we, how this thing runs, Jesus is the precedent, this is the prototype, brings you in so that you can bring others in. Look at, let's, let's look at the, Matthew 28 and verse 18. And that's where we get into the vision of this house the vision of this house. And so you begin to understand the real, the real essence, how this thing is generated, how this thing is done. Matthew 28, 18, look at this. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, what? All power is given unto me, where? In heaven and in earth. Look at now verse 19. What? Go ye therefore, what? And teach all nations. Now look at what you are supposed to do. So all power given unto me in heaven and on earth, you go ye therefore, what? And teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. I'm, go on. Teaching them to do what? Now, you can only teach them to observe what you are observing. 
get in there. Teaching, no, this thing has nothing to do with studentship. As far as you're a Christian, this is applicable to you, right? Is that fine? Now, so I can just as well just come and assume I don't know anybody here, and I'll just tell them, go here into all the world and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son. Now, he now says, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have what? Commanded you. So, I am a Christian. The way my Christian life is run is that I am following the commandment of my master. I am following. And he used the word commanded. He did not use the word encouragement. Teaching them to observe all things that I have encouraged you to do. Is that what he said? Teaching them to observe all things I advise you to do. Teaching them to observe all things that... I enjoin you to do. No. There is a commander in this field. There is a commander in this field. We are under commandment. But then, as you follow on to, with the master who commanded you, that is, you live life based on the commandment of the one you follow. You become a, an example. You become an authority to be able to bring others who are not of this fold. That is what you say you should go teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. Now, bring it back to what I was talking about. So when we say that there is a ministry according to the flesh, there is ministry according to the spirit. Listen, a number of times... We assume, you can assume that there is what God will have us do. You just map out a plan and a strategy and just say, God, you know, I think you will like this. I think you will like this. (laughs) It was never democracy in the first place. So a ministry according to the flesh will be one that will be outside because if you are told commandment, if I understand commandment, you are not in the mind of the person command. You are not in the mind of the commander. Are you? So if the commander tells you to do something, can you come to the table and negotiate the commandment? Can you negotiate the commandment? So the moment you try to negotiate the commandment, what are you? Okay, what do you call that scenario? Is that what, what did you call it? Treason, no, fully uh, treason. I think guys are very. Uh, let's calm down, calm down, calm down. No, no, don't yet go to all those levels. If you see a commander that tells you to do something, you come back and say, Commander, you know, you know what I think. What? Bag. I know. Yes, it's still bargain. I'm like, if someone comes in and looks at that situation, will you think that that's a commander? army or soldier relationship. You say, no, this is, these are parties. Let me tell you something. The real reason why the church has lost its voice is because we have reduced it from commander-soldier relationship to party-party relationship. Jesus, you know you're my party or far. 
hours of worship. Chop knock. And so when ministry has been reduced to chop knuckle ministry, that, I tell you there are people that do ministry like that. Chop knuckle. So Jesus, salute, you know, boss, you're the boss, man. How do how market? How that's what is currently going on. Some folks asked me, I said, I tell you one thing, I tell you a secret. There's a reason why people start out loving God and after some point stop loving God. After some point. And it's just like, as in Jesus, this is not the same Jesus. It's not still wonderful. This is not still good. But let me tell you something. If, if he is commander to you and he tells you do this, you know, that, you know that even when you want to ease yourself in an army, you tell the commander permission to fall out, sir. It's not like you stand in this battle after you want to, oh, let me go and peace. Can you even do, let me go and peace? Even though you are tired, you, I mean, the sun has knocked you out. You will not just walk out of the parade like that. You know that you will not pee that pee. Because when they bring you back, I'm sure you pee on yourself by the time it's done with you. But I, I, are you following me? I'm, I'm, I'm drawing something out here. Now, no matter what, no matter what, and so I said, so Jesus the same, because if he remains commander to you, if he remains commander to you, even the way you will respond on when you, you do not like the commandment, he tells you to do something, you don't really like it, but you know what, you will do it. You will do it, right? You will feel obligated to do it nonetheless. Nonetheless, it's different. You, 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 well, I don't really like it, but you do it. Now, many of us, in the name of following Jesus, in the name of our Christianity, and I'm, I'm speaking, I'm speaking generically now, body of Christ and all, in the name of Christianity, because we do not feel we lack that understanding of being obligated to see him as my commander who can tell me what to do who can tell me he says Femi I have a plan for you I want you to do this to do this and to do this in life hey you and you, I mean you go to times and places of prayer you have retreats your personal retreats and the Lord is spelling out the things he wants you to do in life I mean, how many of you know what I'm talking about? You experience those moments where you are beginning to have God moments where you begin to have an idea of what God will want to do in your life, right? First of all, you know, you know I describe a category of people who come to school do not know that they are supposed to even find it out. Some people come, leave their parents' house, come back, still suck breast milk every two, two weeks, go back, come back, and then later graduate, and then they are like, Run the show, connect me, link me up. I, well, you have good parents like that. Beautiful. Beautiful. But the baptism you were invited to come be baptized in, as a matter of fact, as the blueprint of Christianity, is a baptism where there is a master, there is a commander who commands you. 
You may be used to a setting from home where we do it well. We don't have to negotiate. We don't need to talk about it. You need, why didn't you seek my permission? You think you can just tell me what to do? Okay. Okay, we don't understand. I understand you, Mabinu. But he's telling you that the faith which you got baptized into, the person who tells you, let me tell you something. Let me ask you like this. When you go to pray in the place of prayer and find out and like your fellowship with God, listen to this closely. The things God tells you he wants to do with your life, are there suggestions? Are there suggestions? Are there recommendations? Is it like advice? Now, so a number of us, I've moved from level one, I'm moving to level two now. A number of us have begun pressing to God, but the way we treat what he tells us, especially the things we write in our journal, we treat them like advice. So Bukola, God has told you certain things. You are beginning to have an idea of some things. Are you getting me? It's not all clear, yeah, but you're beginning to have an idea of some things. You know, Bukola may think that because I really do not understand it all. Well, back back in here, that was, was on ground. Okay, guys, I mean, do you understand? And just honorably bow out of the plan of God for her life and choose something easy and trendy and good and fine and make money and live and die. And then we come to heaven, and then heaven is a different story. And God is like, you remember you are the, you remember the children I sent you to? I say, which children? Children. Because to us, all that God is telling us to do is advice. We, are, we don't feel obligated under God. We don't feel obligated under God. That woe is me if I do not do what he will, he has, he will have me do. We don't look at life like that. So some people do not even press on to know God and find out God. Are you really for real? Is there something? I mean, the things that you have been telling me, do you really mean them? So what do I do? Why? Because it's just chop knuckle relationship. Someone died on the cross for you to chop knuckle. Someone shed his blood for you, gave his life for you. And then we wonder, you see, I'm coming back to this. We wonder why we, we, uh, uh, we lose authority. We wonder why we, there is no authority, there is no, there, is no, there is no power behind, there is no backing behind our lives. We call ourselves Christians, but if simple fundamental things like Things okay, these signs shall follow them that believe in my name, they shall cast out simple casting out devils. They cannot, you know, why because it's a chop knuckle relationship. Simple things that you expect a person who knows Jesus, who is a believer, to be able to do, you know, why he can't do them because it is a recommendation. It's like the life of God is a recommendation, it's like live well if you. You know, I, I, I died for you so you will live well, so that you will be a good boy. That is what we understand it. So it's an optional course. Our Christian living is optional, it's elective course, it's not compulsory. 
And it, it spills even to the way we serve God in the house of God. You tell a person, he has, because, because we're used to democracy. I don't know how to describe this thing. So it has infected the way we and perspective we see life. As a matter of fact, and we do not know that maturity begins when a person can be a man under authority, can respond to authority. Are you following this, guys? So we, we do not know how to be under authority. We are only used to negotiating with authority. Now, this is the problem. This is the problem with that Christianity. The problem with that Christianity is this. Because he, he says, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and I am with you. So, because you constantly violate, flagrantly violate the authority you are under, under, you don't care so much about the fact that what God wants to do with your life, he's not asking for your opinion. Let me tell you what he did. <clears throat> the world is going to hell and he looks at you and says, go and do this. And you are looking at him like, you know Jesus talked about the servant. He said, he told one to go into the and do something. He said, I will go. But he didn't go. Another one said, go, go and do something. He said, I won't go. But he eventually went. He said, which one of them did the will of God? You know what he said? The one that said, you will not go, but eventually went. Have you read that in your Bible? The one that eventually went. And I'm like, do you realize that? I'm telling you the truth. Do you realize that? Because we treat church as our idea or we have fabricated it in such a dimension you you we 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 are not people who we can say they're consciously obeying some authority for example you have the nudging in your spirit not to do certain things the holy ghost the almighty holy ghost is inside of you you feel in your spirit like no he's not he's, this thing no don't do it but you know what you override it the most disobedient people today are the Christians. And yet we, are, we shout, we are the light of the world. Really? The most disobedient. So to God, we, are, we, 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 we disregard God and we think we, we can represent an authority in this realm. You joke. So if you do not get it right personally, Understanding, as in, you need to come back to God and like, God, wait. It's not a suggestion what you want to do in my life. I am a man under authority. It's until the day you say, God, wherever you say I should go, I will go. These legs are yours. These hands are yours. This money is yours. This heart is yours. This everything is yours. Realizing that you were born to find him out, not only to find him out, to be conformed to the image of his son so that you can be someone he can send. Are you seeing what is going on in heaven? Are you seeing what they are doing? That is what they are doing. The next question is, are we useful? (laughs) 
Are we, are we materials he can say, let me use this one? Because the simple promptings in your spirit you disregard, you are thinking that. So, so I mean, oh God, God. You, you, you disregard God in your, your temple. The authority you do not obey. You want the authority to escort you. You call yourself the, the, a, a, a soldier of the Federal Republic of Nigeria, but what do you do? You carry your uniform to Kotonu. And you help the soldiers to give them game plans and, and fashion out strategies how to defeat Nigeria. Let me tell you, the reason why the church is powerless is because the church does not even obey even the one they profess to follow. Listen, when we were coming to Jesus, they thought, come and drink candy. Come and drink, come and take pepper soup, flour. Come, you know, Jesus loves you. You know, he died for you, he cared for you. You know, you, you know your, life, your life will be better off with Jesus. You know? They gave us suggestions. They lured us to the altar. But when we came in, we did not know that we were entering into an army. So, because they gave us lollipop invitation, when he tells us to do something, say, what is that? How can he tell us? You know, you know the disciples were of Jesus at, at some point. You know this, he said, why do the disciples of John the Baptist fast and your own do not fast? And then Jesus told them, say, the bridegroom is here. The bridegroom is here. They do not need to fast. But in that day, they will fast. You know, <laughs> you know that's why we fast now, because it's not here. <laughs> but you can imagine that, I mean, Jesus, as I see, he said the trap, by that time, you, you, you don't worry. You're seeing power everywhere, don't worry. When that day comes, you will fast. And then, <laughs> later on, Jesus tells his disciples, go and heal the sick. All of them went, guys, did you see? I thought that guy, the guy was demon, the guy, the, the demon was doing like this. It, it was backflipping. I said, come out! And he come. I mean, like, that. it was, it was, it happened. My God. And those guys came back to me. Ah, Jesus. See, the demons were subject to us in your name. They were, I mean, I mean that guy was backflipping. It was so good. So good. I took selfie. Mm. Then one day, Jesus went up into the mountain with Peter, James, and John. And then one guy brought his son. He says, this is my son. He used to fall into the water. He used to fall into the fire. In fact, this guy wants to kill himself. Come and help me cast him out. Nine of them were down on ground. One of them put their hands around him. Like the way those prayer band used to do. Come out! Mm-hmm. The next one, Thomas. Come out! Mm-hmm. Judas. Come out! Mm-hmm. When they went round, nothing happened. Nothing happened. For the very first time, they milked all their faith. Nothing happened. Jesus came back. I saw what was going on. I'm like, really? What is going on here? And then got him out. Those guys were so embarrassed with them, so they had to go and meet him in the corner. They couldn't ask him in the public. Why could not we cast him out? And he said to them, because of your unbelief, 
I said, I'll be this kind comment not brought by anyway, I don't want to start going into that because some people say it's not it's not in the but that that's not even the issue. The issue is it says, How long will I be with you? How long will I suffer you? Oh faithless generation, to tell you that there will come a point in your life. You know, just like we said, you cannot pray all things to work together for good in your life. Just like the Bible says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide where? Under the shadow of the earth. If you do not abide, you, if you do not abide in the secret, if you used to visit the secret place, you go, you come out. You go, you come out. Some other people are sitting down there, living there. Do you know that it's the people that are sitting there, living there, they will see a thousand fall at their side, ten thousand by their right hand, it will not come near. You know why it will not come near? You are under the canopy. You are under the umbrella. That's the reason why you'll be seeing people falling by the side. Nothing will happen to you. Now listen, if you come out, what will happen to you? If you come out of the umbrella, what will happen to you? So Christians trivialize the sanctity of the relationship they have with God. You trivialize it. There's any one thing I'm calling you to, if I believe the Lord is calling us to, is one thing. Serve the Lord where he is. That is, if the Lord is here, come where he is. Your life makes meaning where, you, where he is. He won't come to where you are. And the, the nearer you are to what he is doing, the better. Because he is not obligated to answer every prayer to rebellious children. Praise God. The Bible says the son whom he received, the Lord chastens the son, the son he loves. You know what it means. There are just two things. If the Lord chastens the son whom he loves, ordinarily you would have thought that the Lord buys gifts, flowers, stuff, good things, sweets for the one you know you get for the one you love. But he says the one whom you love, he chastens him. I used to wonder why do you chasten the one you love? Have you wondered why? Let me tell you. He says if you are without correction, as Others are all are partakers of. Then you are bastard. Then are you bastards? You know why? Because a bastard is the child of nobody. Basically, you know the reason why you cannot correct a bastard. He will not answer you because are you my father? Have you thought about it? Are you my father? Why would you tell me to do it? I mean, do you understand? A bastard will not listen to anyone's correction because he will feel you do not have a right to tell me what to do. Praise God. If you do not have the right to tell me what to do, why should I listen to you? But the problem is this. When you are telling your son, do not do this, you know the reason why you are telling him not to do this? Because you are seeing ahead that, ah, if you do, if if I leave you the way, I mean, we had parents that dealt with us. Now, do, 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 I don't know if they are. They, oh, I mean, there are times when they beat you, 
you, your mind is thinking you are no longer my mom, you. Because like, the way she will beat you, I mean, it's like a hand, she, like, God, I mean, at those moments, like, but I said I'm sorry. I mean, but is that I'm sorry is not enough. Those moments where they wait for you to, at those moments, those hours, those godly hours, where you cannot run anywhere. But then you wonder, why is she dealing with me like that? There's only one reason. She has seen her head. I, I don't want you to be a, among the armor bars of tomorrow. I don't want you to be a thief tomorrow. I don't want you to be the kidnapper of tomorrow. So every one of us come to school, we now meet like-minded people who also are God-fearing, who are not rascally, who are not wild, and we say, okay, that means what my mother was doing with me and she was doing with you, means like, because at the time when they were beating us, we didn't know. We didn't actually appreciate the reason why they were beating us. We felt like, for crying out loud. Eventually, we, our lives now begin to make sense and we're looking at ourselves and we're like, God, thank God that they dealt with us at the time. Because if they did not deal with us, we would have been doing a lot of things by now. But that's just... So thank God. So the father, the, the son whom the father loves, he chastens. Chastens him so that he might be partakers of his holiness. But you, look at, let's run through it. Um, Hebrews chapter 13, right? Verse, look at verse 5. Hebrews 13 and verse 5. Let's run through it quickly and we, and we pray. So, okay, I'll never leave you. Verse 6. No, no, no. I think, is it Hebrews? Is it Hebrews? Yes, it's Hebrews 10. No, let me be sure. Let me check this. Confirm this and we'll pray. Hallelujah. Hebrews. Okay. Listen, as Hebrews, just a minute, I want to be sure. Okay. Okay. Hebrews chapter, I'm looking for this. Hallelujah. Just help me find I talked about sons, sons and bastards. Um, that's Hebrews. It's in some, some book in Hebrews. I, I don't have the time to do that. Praise God. So basically, get into the flow of God right now. This, 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 this life is deeper and deeper than these things. Far deeper than these things. There is much more that God is intent intentional about 
And Hebrews 12, yeah, okay. He's pushing even for more. Hebrews 12, let's look at Hebrews 12. Verse, give me verse 5. Hebrews 12 and verse 5. And you have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. Look at the exhortation. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord. Nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. You know, like we said, the scripture, the Bible says, all scripture is given for by the inspiration of God for what? Profitable for what? Doctrine. For what? For what? For what? Instruction. For reproof. For instruction. For correction. Correction for instruction in righteousness. That the man of God. Have you noticed that he said that's what all scripture is for? Did you notice that he did not say all scripture is for blessings, breakthrough? Because the, God is intentional about driving out the, the madness inside of us. Showing us that there is a way that God will intend. In, God wants us to walk. And that way he wants us to walk is not like he's negotiating it. That is how ministry is run. Praise God. That is how ministry is run. Ministry is run on the tablet of a bended knee, submitted life, submitted to the will of God. If you are submitted to God in your private, personal life to God, you become a person that can call many other people to glory. Let us not be a church. Let us not be a fellowship. We are not, bent, we are not submitted to God. We ignore the authority under us, above us. And then we want to tell people who Jesus is. We want to tell people how God is. We want to tell people about a God that we do not obey. How does that work? How does that work? Now look at this. When thou are rebuked of him. Look at verse 6. For, verse 6 please. For whom the Lord loved what? He does what? He chasteneth. And he what? Scourgeth every son he receiveth. They pamper you all the time. They want to destroy you. Look at verse 7. For if you endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with what? Sons. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? What son is that? But if you be without chastening, whereof all are what? Partakers. All are partakers. Then are you what? Bastards and not sons. Verse, verse. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which what? Corrected us and we gave them what? Reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto who? The father of spirits and what? And leave. And leave. And leave. You obeyed our own parents. Shall we not much rather be in what? The root word there is subjection. Have you thought about it? You are a son. You are a child of God. A legitimate son of God. But he says, shall we not rather be in subjection? You can't be in subjection 
and negotiating the will of God. You can't. Until the day the church of the Lord Jesus Christ obeys without complaint. Until the day the church of the Lord Jesus Christ sees the Lord as their commander. Until the day the Lord, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ can take what he's doing far bigger than whatever they are doing. Can take his will as, as, as in, do you understand? Let not my will, not my will, but your will be done. The more rebellious we are, the more we punish our world. Because if you were rebellious to him who had called you, what are you going to tell them? Do you think you're going to get the backing of the authority you disregard? No. The days are coming upon us. Listen to this. The days are coming upon us where life questions were going to be bigger than where men will come to you believing that you have the answers. And that is why we say, when you come here, what you come to find is the blueprint. You've come to find out what God is doing in your life. When you find it, start building. It's like the ark that Noah was building. Men are also building out there, but they don't have the way. They don't have, they don't have the eyesight. They don't, are you following this? Men are equally building, but you know what? They don't know the way. They, they, they have not seen the light. Where shall they go? They will only come to a man who has been building based on the instruction. Jesus said it as we close. Listen to this. Jesus said, Whosoever of you who heareth my words and does not do them, I will liken him unto a man who built his house on the sand. He says the rain came, the wind beat upon it vehemently, and it great was the fall of it. There are only two kinds of people. Those that hear what God is doing now and build according to that. Those that hear but do not do, they are the ones that will experience the rain of the days to come. Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, the saints are compulsory if you do not want to have a house failure, if you don't want to have a house collapsing. How does this impact with ministry? Listen, it impacts with ministry to, for you to understand. People who do not have a bearing of God's instruction in their lives cannot do ministry. People who are not who are not who are not humble, who are not broken, who are not receiving, who have not uh, who are not pliable, who are not the Bible says a broken and a contrite spirit, I will, he will not despise. God is near to those who are broken. I am re rewriting if I can, if, I, if, if the Lord is helping me to, we, we explain these things to you because I know they are quite like, they are quite strong meat, right? I understand. They, are, they, they look like very strong meat. But I'm telling you the way things are. Enough of pampering you. Are you listening to me? Enough of pampering you. You don't, it, it won't help you. 
It won't help you. It won't help you. It won't help you. Get it. Get the picture. Get the picture even now. And this thing I'm telling you has nothing to do with school. I just I hope you understand this. It's bigger than just school. I want you to understand that every day of your walk with Jesus is bringing you to a place you must constantly learn how to say yes, sir, to him. If your life does not say yes, sir, to Jesus, if there is no yes, sir, to Jesus, let me tell you something. People who... Ah, are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? Learn your Christianity, all our prayers... Six hours marathon, all our fastings, <clears throat> all the prayer, all the worship, all the things that we do must be to one thing to be conformed to the image of the son. When we look at the son, what did the son? The son was one that he had the opportunity to say, A legion of angels, come, I'm not even going to this cross again. And do you know they will come down? But then he had come to realize that the will of the father is better than whatever he might will. Jesus lived a yes sir life. That is the only kind of life that can portray the Christianity that God had in mind from the foundations of the earth. Yes sir. Yes sir. You must stop. You must stop. You see, the Bible says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and what? And pray. And let me tell you, he, <clears throat> he didn't leave it at pray and turn from their wicked ways. It's not God forgive me, God forgive me, you're still doing it. God forgive me, God forgive me, you're still doing it. You are not, there's no yes out there. They tell you to do something, you say no. Okay, yes, I will do it. And you still remain there, in the same spot. If you keep living life like that, you can't be an example to all believers. If you keep living life like that, there will be no authority backing up your life. And then, you know what I will be? It will be that all you will have is that, you know what? I was in school for five years. I served in VHF. <clears throat> I was the minister in charge of CGT. But you know what? All you will have is credentials. But what is the valid credential of a life that is following Jesus? The Bible talks about, it says, let me show you a mystery. Let me tell you, in this kingdom, let me tell you who is greatest in this kingdom. Should I tell you who is greatest? If you do not become as a little child. You know why? Because if you tell, if you give her Coke bottle, the, the cock to put in her mouth, you know she will put in her mouth. I'm begging us again. Let me tell you, the Christianity, the, the solution our world is looking for is not in a Christianity that has lights stage. No. At the end of the day, these stages and lighting and everything will not answer the questions in their mind. And let me tell you, they will be looking for someone who has been building according to pattern. Let me tell you, obey God now while your friends are gyrating because tomorrow they will now understand why you are doing what you are doing today. Then, don't compromise your own father. Your father is telling you what to do. You are compromising. You are doing what you want to do. You are, you, you are refusing to... You are stripping yourself from being a reference point 
for Jesus. You see that what we are talking is deeper stuff. It's not about it's deeper stuff. Let me tell you, when you start learning how to walk with the Lord in your private closet, in your private life, obeying Jesus, you are, is, it, the ministry work is easy. The people that give the most problems in ministry are those who privately don't obey God. I tell you the truth. You think you can stand before a, a captain so tells you, go and do, get this thing done, get it done. And you tell me, you, you, you will do it. You will do it. You know, the, that, that very first time you actually look at is my classmates. We're in the same class. We, 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 uh, what's that? And he's talking to me like that. Because that is how you talk to God. You. That's how you talk to God. You think this thing that we do is classmate runs assignment. Uh, you think it's practical. Do you, is a different, this is army. Is they, are you understanding what I'm saying? Your obedience is so important because of the agenda in front. It's the agenda that matters. It means that we are not seeing the same thing. We are not seeing the same thing. You know what, for the moment, for the fact that it is me you are seeing, you are not seeing the work. It shows where you are too. Are you getting the ultimate baptism? God. I know I said it in different ways. I knew. <clears throat> I know. It's not something that you also can draw out easily from the scriptures like that too. <laughs> but it was. But I, I just hope I have been able to at least convince you to the higher path. To the narrow way. Few there be that find it. It's time for us to be the example. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time for us to serve the Lord indeed. It's time for us to look like what we talk about. It's time for us to profess, be like the faith we profess. It's time for us to be examples. Hallelujah. It's time for us to be examples. It's time for us. This shall, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples. You know how they will know? If you obey my commandment. If you obey my commandment. By this shall all men know you are my disciples. The way I will know you are following him. Is, is there a yes sir in your life? Is there a yes sir in your life? Is there a yes sir in your life? Let me tell you. You will speak when there is a yes in your life. You, the anointing is easy. The anointing is easy. You don't even need to be begging for it. Mm-mm. It's easy. And let me tell you, enough of what we can convince men. That's why I say, don't leave fleshly ministry. It's time for us to now do ministry by the Spirit. May men not come to church and get what they can get outside. I pray that all that we can ever present will not be something they can also arrange outside and give them. We've lost our essence. It says if the salt lost its savour, it's only useful to be trodden under the by the foot of men. 
We will not get to that point. University of Ibadan will respond to the voice of God. Our obedience comes first. It comes first. Our obedience comes first. Can you put your, can you just pray in other tongues here? Just pray in other tongues. Just pray in other tongues. Our obedience comes first. Our obedience comes first. Oh Jesus, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, oh Jesus. Our obedience comes first. Comes first. Comes first. Same thing. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Shani Kabara to Kosi Adamandos. Shalabara
just sense that a number of us here really will life for you is like a, this is a reset button for you for life to make you realize that you can't keep playing away your life making you realize that the earlier you catch on to finding God obeying God is where everything will now start making sense if we continue to disobey God there is no difference between us and the hidden none 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 this is a, this is a like a reset button for us VHF a reset button for us VHF I'm not even really speaking particularly about VHF ministry. I'm talking to you as an individual to make you realize one thing. God is calling you back to the table where you will come dine with him on the table and what he tells you to do is law. Whatever he tells you to do is what you do. Jesus will say, I do not speak of myself. Is whatever I hear, I do. Is as in is as I get, that's how I do. I see only and I do only what I see my father do. I am Jesus, so I can do whatever I like, but I do only what I see my father do. And if that will be the kind of lifestyle and kind of mindset the guy will do, the Jesus we, who is the author and finisher of our faith will do. When, what are we going to do if we are people that are, have a mind of our own? We have a mind of our own, we'll do whatever we like and we think we can, we can achieve. We are just doing jamboree. It is, we're just playing. Because now, when you play, when you are done playing, tell me how you will command command all of God to now accompany you. The scripture says, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And he ends it with, and lo, I am with you all way, even to the end of the earth. Meaning that, <laughs> let me tell you, my short presence, they don't need to ask me for the presence. My short presence is with them that fear me. Them that obey me. Life for you begins to make sense when you begin to understand that his word to you is law. Let me tell you, start living in school under subjection to your Lord, under subjection to your God. God is not in the business of making this brother the VHP minister and when he's done, he will change it and be doing something else. No. God is in the process, God is in the business of making this man the vessel he wants to, and the truth is this, when you start becoming pliable to what God is saying to you, even from school, the truth is he will continue, even when you're done. It won't be that there's a different plan. After mm, God is in the business of making, if you want, if you, are you getting my point, guys? Are you, are you following my point? There is no 100 level in that 200 level, 300 in that thing he's doing with you, no. Mm-mm. You came to school to find out how and who God is. 
how he operates, how he works, how he, he, mm, he did not, he's, he's not a plan about, okay, when you're done, we, we will not be serious. Okay, this is the serious part of our life. No. Some of you will, uh, the giftings of God for the callings that he has on your life will begin to board while you are in school. If, if you will be, maybe let's say God has his hand on you in the music industry, for Christian gospel music, or someone, you're an apostle to come, or, they, or there's an evangelistic call on your life. Or there is, so God, as you are a student, 100 level, working with the Lord, the, fruit, the things that pertain to the things that God wants to do with your life will begin to board in school. It will begin to board. I did not say VHPO. I did not say it will begin to board. As you begin to pay attention and you make it, you groom it by constantly following, holy working with your Lord, your God. Do you know what Ecclesiastes says? This is the conclusion of the matter. That you live humbly before your Lord, your God. That is the conclusion of the whole matter. There is a work he is calling us to. I believe that with this reset button, ministry just begins. It just begins. Then you will see, the, the Bible says, He shall call on me and I will answer. I'm wondering why would God say that again in Psalm 91? And then, because He has, he, because he, he, because he has placed His love upon me, I'm like, well, for crying out loud, He shall call on me, then I will answer. I thought, I thought it was as of right. There are people that call on him and he's looking at them. Ministry begins with us first obeying our leader. I tell you the truth. That is how men come into this faith. Because you are a man under authority. He tells you, go do this. You do. You know, some of you are clapping. You say, well, Papa, come Papa, deboye. Let me tell you something, and I'll drop it with you. The greatest and most powerful of us is the most obedient of us. He's not the one that prays 12 hours. He's not the one that fasts 40 days. Are you listening to what I'm saying? If you do all those spiritual gymnastics and the Lord says, do this, and you cannot do it, you know you will remain where you are. May God not make, may, may we not end up as hypocrites. Lord, strip us of this hypocritic faith where we, we, we carry your, your, your poster, but we are not what is written on it. May we not be that. Ministry starts with us. Have you gotten that? Ministry starts with us. Arrange your life to follow God. Amen. 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 We'll continue from there because we opened the chapter just to see a bit of the curriculum. Just to open it. We'll continue from there next time. Pastor. Ah, God bless you. <laughs>